why do we do a salt company conference? Is it just so that we can kind of pat ourselves on the back and say, look how many people are here. Wow, that's so, not at all. We gather to be sent out. And so we're challenging them in a couple of ways. Hey, go on a church plant. We have four church plants that are planting this year alone. Get a vision for going overseas. When, when are you ever going to have more time in your life to go overseas for two weeks? And then also saying, hey, who are the people in your life right now that you can bring the gospel to? Welcome to Keystone Conversations, our podcast on the topics and issues important to the Keystone family. Our hope is to give you insight, wisdom, and resources as you press on to know and follow Jesus. Hello, I am Brent Mentor, the lead pastor of Keystone Church, and I am fired up to introduce you to our guest. Many of you know him, um, our SALT director, Mr. Joe Nealis. What's up, Joe? <laughs> What's up, guys? I'm happy to be here. Man, I'm so excited today because today we're going to really focus in on, as we look at our church, what I would say is what we see God doing, the move of God in the next generation. Mm-hmm. Um, man, we love college students around here. Um, right. And a lot of times we think about college students. Uh, we say salt company, and people are like, do y'all run it? Do y'all sell salt? What's right, going on? Right. Right? I mean, company that sells salt? Yeah, if you've yeah. been around, that makes sense to you, but if not, so Salt Company is mm-hmm. our ministry to reach college students. Mm-hmm. Uh, for us, that's primarily on the DMAC campus. Right. But, man, this is such an important piece of our church, and today we're going to kind of talk a little bit about why we do Salt Company, how mm-hmm. we do it. And then the reason we're having you on is because last weekend— was a huge weekend with the Salt Company Conference. Yeah, yeah. And we're just going to talk, and we want to hear from you because we don't always get to come in on Thursday night. We're not right. at the, uh, you know. And so it's going to be helpful for our church, Joe, to hear from you about how God's moving in our college students. And mm-hmm. so uh, before we jump into that, people may have seen you preach. They know you're the Salt Director. <clears throat> yeah. But, man, give an introduction. Where are you from? Like, how did you yeah. get here? Yeah, it's it's a crazy story. So I hail from Michigan. Go Lions! Uh, if that's, you're a Lions that's a fan, gr- no, yeah. don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> we Joe. got robbed from the playoffs, man. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, I'm from Michigan. My whole family's there around the Flint area and the Thumb area. I always tell people if they go to Michigan, go to the west side of Michigan towards Grand Rapids. That's where my wife Anna's from. Her whole family, beautiful there. But I went to school in uh, in Ohio over at Cedarville University. Go Jackets, baby. Um, and got a four-year degree in biblical studies, was looking for a position, found Keystone through just kind of a series of crazy events, and here we yeah. are. And what's crazy is a lot of people might not know this. You didn't come to do salt yeah, or no. collegiate ministry. No, no, I came in. It was funny. So I came in, and my connection was Will. So Will had reached out to me about a youth residency, and I'm like, this sounds amazing, right? Get an education in the process, yeah. get some incredible experience. And about six months into being the youth resident, I got kind of tapped on the shoulder by you and yeah. Daniel, and hey, is this something you consider? And so, yeah, I mean, yeah. you moved here right in the heart of COVID. Man. Oh my goodness! My first Sunday, I was sitting on the couch with Will, watching Todd preach on a TV screen, and the next week, we were wiping off chairs right yeah. between services. It was a chaotic time, man. Yeah, yeah. So that's a fun season. But married? How long have you been married? We've been married. So, okay, May eighth, twenty twenty one. So it's been a little over a year and a half, almost two years. So that's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Well. Um, we are so thankful that you're leading Salt Company. And so, um, you know, a lot of people, again, if you're around here, maybe Salt Company makes sense, but mm-hmm. what is Salt Company? I mean, kind of just give us a like an inside, inside view. We know we reach college students. That's what mm-hmm. we do with Salt Company. What does that really look like? Walk me through yeah. 
and help our people understand kind of what that looks like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we say at Salt Company that we want to help DMAC students know and follow Jesus. Know, know and follow. That, that's kind of our, our saying around here. And those two words, know and follow, are really, really important for the way that we do things. And so um, the way that we can help DMAC students know and follow Jesus, there are several ways we do this. One of those ways is Thursday nights at 8 o'clock. Let's go. Um, we will gather together, and we do much like what we do on a Sunday morning. And so we'll gather, we'll worship together. We'll open up God's word and we'll close worshiping together and then just hanging out after. And so yeah, that's a so pretty typical l- let's way. pause there because yeah. I think a lot of times uh, Christians at large think, oh man, mm. we got to be super cool to <laughs> reach the next generation. And I got to talk all hip oh to my the goodness. kids. Yeah. But we just preach the Bible. Yeah, that's exactly it. And, and here's the thing. We... We try to say um, we're a family. We're not an event. Uh, yeah. You know, we we want to be a people who, when people think of Salt Company, they're they're not just thinking about, yo, I got free Chick Fil A at that event one time. I want people to think. We want people to think, man, this is where I met Jesus for the very first time, and my life is forever changed. And we're gonna yeah. talk about it later. But that is so many people's stories. And maybe you're listening. You went to Salt Company, maybe in Ames back in the in the day, right? Yeah. And you gave your life to Christ, and everything has changed. And that is something that happens all the time. That's what we. That's what we yeah. want to be known. So for. Thursday nights are mm. the Bible's preached. Bible's preached. Yep. Worship is had, mm-hmm. and and you know it's just a joy to walk in and see all the college students in our lobby. It's mm-hmm. it is so awesome. And, and if, if I can add something there too, one of the other things that we do as well, just like on the community side, is we have connection groups. Here's the difference, though: they are same gendered groups, and here's oh. what that does. It's incredible. There's a level of depth that you can have when you're with if you're if you're a male that you're with other guys, or if you're a female, you're with other girls, and you yeah. there's a level of depth that's had there where you're confessing sin and sharing the ways that you um, maybe are failing in your walk with Jesus, and you're encouraged and, yeah. and you're held accountable. There's just a ton of growth that happens in those connection groups. Those happen throughout the week, and those are led by our student leaders who are fellow students, DMAC students who love Jesus and want yeah. to help people do the same. And a big part of our discipleship process is, is that we actually have student leaders. Yes. So they got to oh go goodness. through an interview process so that they it. can lead those connection groups. Those There's more accountability and yes. training and equipping mm-hmm. for those leaders. Honestly, as the leaders go, so Salt Company goes. Is You're that fair? exactly right. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we, we pour a lot of time and energy in, into developing them. We have monthly leader meetings. And so maybe you go to the 11 o'clock service and you notice that that's where Salt Company students usually are. And there are some weeks where you're like, where are those Salt students at? Well, they're all getting trained. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's evangelism or discipleship, we really try to be intentional to, to train them because they're the ones who are doing a lot of that um, that work in the trenches with other people to help them know and follow Jesus. So, so we put a lot of... Uh, yeah, investment into those people. Yeah, let me just translate that a little bit to our people. Mm-hmm. Um, we are a church of connection groups. That doesn't matter whether you're an adult, yes. whether you're a SALT student, or even uh, Keystone youth. It's All, essential. It, we have the word preached in a large gathering. Yeah. We have people and with next-gen, specifically SALT yep. and youth. It's with same, uh, same-sex same groups. And so, yes, yep. That's, that's, the pro, that's the play we run with all of our ministry. What mm. else... So there's student leaders, and that kind of just so you know, salt company runs on a kind of a schedule. Like there's mm-hmm. fall, like kind of oh, walk yeah. through what happens in a year <laughs> because there's some some real milestone events. Oh my goodness! The year. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and we're gonna talk about one of them here in just a minute. But um, a, a couple really big moments for us is so 
in the fall, we have what's what we like to call a reach week or a missions trip to campus. This yeah. is a lot of fun. Where the first two weeks, the first two weeks of the college student being on campus are the most essential weeks for you to be reaching them because the first two weeks are when you find your friends, you find your people, and after that, you're not really looking for anything else. You're not, when you're a freshman on campus, you're looking for belonging. You're looking, man, who am I going to be? And so we want to come alongside of them and say, hey, come be a part of what's happening at Salt Company. And usually, that's just through we're meeting people where they're at, man. Yeah. We don't think that's shallow at all. It's missional to meet students where they're at. And so we're going to have events where we're going to be dressing up in a Sasquatch uh, costume and running around town doing fun little things together in the purpose being to connect them with one another and to get them plugged into um, Salt Company. So we put all of our resources towards doing events all throughout those first two weeks. We're on campus meeting students, setting up gospel follow-up conversations where we're sharing the gospel with lost students and by God's grace, seeing many people come to Christ. Yeah, this is a fun story. I mean, this happens in our Salt Company, but mm. I just got a text message this last week from a pastor. They'd had Mm. a baptism service. A student got baptized. He's like, hey man, how did you get here? He goes, one of the salt staff threw a football yeah. to me on campus. And <laughs> next and three months later, he's baptized because it, it's like, hey, let's connect over a football. Let's have a gospel conversation yes. and bam. And it, it it's it's looking at the people around you and saying, God, what are you doing in their lives? Like, all he did was throw a football to yeah. him and God was already working in his heart. And and so, man, we just want to be faithful. So that, that's one of the things. We have fall retreat in yeah. uh, the first weekend of October. Generally, that's a time for us to set aside all distraction, to pursue Jesus together in worship and confession and just having a lot of fun in the process. We try to build a lot of community yeah. so that connection group is not just the people I study the Bible with, but that these are my actual like best friends. And so yeah. those are two of the really big things that happen in the fall. And in the spring, Salt Company Conference, which we're going to be talking about. We do a lot of equipping, Gospel 101. We can talk about that as well. We're actually starting that up here in the next week. Um, but those are some kind of key moments for us as a Salt Company ministry. That's awesome. And it's just so fun to watch it year in and year out, to mm-hmm. see the fruit that happens. And uh, so... I want to just give a little bit of context of that's what's happening at Keystone on every Thursday night throughout mm-hmm. the year. Mm-hmm. But I want to just bring a little piece because people here talk about Salt Network, about planting churches. Yeah. And I want to just talk a little bit why Keystone is involved with this and partners with the Salt Network, our family of churches who helped start us. And there's a, re- there's a couple of reasons. Theological. Like if you don't reach the next generation, mm. the gospel— like is in danger if we're not reaching the next generation. So theologically, we feel compelled yeah. to reach the next generation, to reach those students. And it and it's just strategic. College students are asking questions that 30-year-olds with mortgages and three babies are not asking. Yes. And so what we want to do is strategically do everything we can. So we budget a lot of money to make sure we have staff on campus mm-hmm. available mm-hmm. to disciple students. But we also are, Joe, involved with a family. So there's Salt Company, which is a local ministry inside of every church, but yep. the Salt Network is a family of churches that partner together where all the Salt Network churches have a Salt Company. And mm-hmm. so I wanted to give some kind of, that's there's a lot going on at Keystone, but give a, right. in the broader move of God in our students what God's doing. This is a few things. Our Salt Network is 24 churches mm-hmm. and 26 Salt Companies. Yeah. That's because a couple of churches have a couple salt companies because they're in a community that can handle that. Right. Um, that is 24. The, the concept of that is the average attendance last year in salt company was 5,094 students mm. across the— That's in, like I think, 14 states. Yeah. There's 5,000 students on average mm. meeting every—most are on Thursday nights. Yeah. 
hearing the word of God preached. Yeah. Beyond that, again, we talked about such a super important. We have 1,260 student leaders. That's unbelievable, man. And so these are not mm. just people who are showing up to an event. These mm. are people who are trained. On mission. On mission, know how to share their faith, right. know how to pick up the phone, pick up the text, and say, man, let me pray with you. Let me walk with you. Let me help mm-hmm. you process. What does the scripture say about it? They're making disciples. Yeah. Um, the, and then, so that's, oh, the salt companies. This is kind of fun. Of all of our churches, the average attendance is over 16,000 people. <laughs> that's which crazy. Which is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and then this is probably, like, honestly, church attendance, we can brag about that, but that not sure. might show a lot of life transformation. Yeah. This yeah. is one yeah. of my favorite statistics. Garrett, what is it? A thousand and thirty-three baptisms last year. Oh my goodness! Praise like, God! A thousand people who we can have a clear understanding have said yes to Jesus, mm-hmm. and they're following Him. Um, and Joe, this isn't something that we want to stop. In fact, as Salt Network, we've kind of put four hundred and three what we call dots on the map. Mm-hmm. There are targets. Mm-hmm. And what that is is in the United States. Uh, there are 403 universities over four-year universities over 10,000 students, and what we've done to together is partner together. Say, let's make sure there's a salt company at each of those, and the way we do that is to plant community churches who love the community, love the campus, and so that's what the Salt Network exists so that we can propagate what we've seen um, throughout the globe. So, man. Incredible to see what's happening at Keystone. Yeah. Why we're a part of this broader movement. But we just came together as a broader movement. We did. Mm-hmm. At a super fun Come on. event. It's yeah. called the Silk Company Conference. Before we, I'm going to let you take off. Yep. We've said there's 4,500 students. Then I heard there's 41. I don't know. <laughs> we're all preachers. Yeah. We, I don't know what the number is. Let's just say over 4,000. <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. that fair? That's totally fair. That's 100%. totally fair. So this is the gathering all the salt companies. So, brother, talk to us. Like, help us. From an insider view, understand yeah. what's happening at conference. Yeah, man, I, <laughs> there's a part of me that would just, I, I wish I could invite everybody to be part of that room. Um, yeah. And so I, I hope that what I can do right now is to give a vision of what happened. And so, friends, um, just an incredible room to be a part of. There is just an ocean of college students who have said, listen, some of them coming from Florida, right? I mean, they had overnight trips. I was talking to yeah. a guy from Syracuse, a church plant that just started, who drove like who drove through the night, right? Yeah. In in not great weather to be a part of what's going on here, which is significant because college students are traveling, giving up plans to go and worship Jesus. And like, money they don't have. With money they don't have. You better believe okay, it. Okay, so right? check this out. On the walking in on Saturday morning, we're walking to conference, these students are like, dude. The people we stayed made us breakfast. Because yeah, yeah. these are broke college students who yeah. don't get breakfast. And yeah, they're like, that's right. oh my gosh, the glory of God. Yeah. I had bacon. It's not just ramen. Can you believe it? <laughs> yeah, it's, that's so true. And so, man, Salt Company Conference, he, he, do you want me to talk about why and everything? Yeah. That's great. Okay, so um, why, why do we do a Salt Company Conference? Is it just so that we can kind of pat ourselves on the back and say, look how many people are here. Wow, that's so, not at all. That's it. Not at all. We we look at that room, and I hope that if you've seen pictures, that that's great, and that's such a cool thing. But we say, God, do it again, and do it ten times yeah. that, because we want to see Jesus continue to move through college students and to meet them. And so we gather together, not just to you know have a cool celebration. We gather together to get a vision for being used by God in the yeah. college years, friends. If if when you are in college, maybe you're in college right now, it's so easy to believe that college is kind of this buffer time where. 
you know, you're gonna get an education and Jesus can use you when you get a job and you have kids and all yeah. that. No, but Jesus wants to use you now. And so we're challenging them in a couple of ways. Hey, go on a church plant. We have four church plants that are planting this year alone. That's not, guys, friends, you need to hear this. That's not normal. It's not. <laughs> it's not at all normal. Four and then... um so that's the church planting world. And then going overseas. Yeah. Man, we get a vision for going overseas. When, when are you ever going to have more time in your life to go overseas for two weeks, maybe eight weeks? That's what something that, that's invited for them. And then also saying, hey, who are the people in your life right now? In our context, DMAC. Who are the people yeah. in your classes who don't know Jesus that God has sovereignly put you around that you can bring the gospel to? So it is to, it, we gather to be sent yeah. out. That's what it's for. Yeah, it's we, so powerful. A, a phrase that we'll often, we'll often use as lead pastors, we're a family on mission. Family on mission, exactly. And so I think this is, if you've been a part of incredible worship events, like they're powerful, mm. but th there's not one speaker who wasn't saying, use your life Amen. for Jesus. This is, Amen. this is not the moment. The moment's not now. The moment is directing your life That's to good. follow Jesus. And a, a statistic I didn't give, I missed uh, mm. back, is that part of the, those are church plants, four church plants this year. So go, yeah. find yeah. a way to get a job in those cities. Uh, but yes. also, we have, this year, we have 226 students mm. who are going overseas. And so as we gather, it's just a, a stirring of man, college student, use your you have one life. Yeah. Use it for the glory of God and to advance his kingdom. So I'm just yeah. curious, man. That's kind of again, strategy. And yeah, some of us yeah. we love vision, we sure. love strategy, and those things get us fired up. Yeah. Talk to me about just some real life what you saw oh at conference this year. There's a lot to celebrate. I think honestly, um, one story that was really impactful for me is uh, during one of the sessions, um, it was the third session, uh, the speaker, in the very beginning, looked at this room of 4,100, again, 4,000 plus students, okay. we, you know, something like that, it's up there. Um, but just imagine this ocean of students, um, and he looks at the crowd and he just says, hey, I, I just want to test something. Please raise your hand if within the last four years, you have made an authentic profession of faith. Jesus has saved you. You have called on him to be your savior and about half the room raised their hands. Guys, that is over a thousand students Easily. who went from death to life because someone cared about, because their churches said, we believe in college students. Guys, I cannot tell you enough, this is not normal. Churches don't often put their resources towards college students. And so, man, Jesus says the harvest is plentiful. Yeah. It's plentiful. And we saw it in that room. And again, we pray, God, do it again, do it again, do it again. And so that, that was such a powerful moment it, to, just to see the, the hands go up and the celebration after of like, can you believe what God is doing and has done over years of faithfulness? That's yeah. incredible. And then one more story, I think more personally on the, on the Ankeny context, we had a student who has um, faithfully come to Salt Company for the last two years and has been praying for his friend um, to come to Salt Company and to received Jesus as his savior. And I believe this was on Saturday night. Um, they were hanging out after the sermon. And um, man, uh, this this individual who didn't know Jesus had been convicted over his sin and was like, man, I want to know who Jesus, I want to have a personal relationship with God. I'm seeing all these people. I'm seeing other college students who, who look like me, right? Who are raising their hands and saying, Jesus has changed my life and I would never turn back. And he says, man, I, I want that. And so, 
Um, two guys, non-leaders. Two non-leaders led another guy to Jesus. How incredible is it? It's not just the leaders. It is people who are like normal students who are on mission saying, I want to help other people know and follow Jesus. And as a result, one student from our ministry places faith in Jesus. And so that that's, those are just two stories. Yeah, I know. And here's the thing. That's not unusual this semester, yep. Joe. You've seen... It feels yeah. like every, at yeah. least one student a week. At least one student faith. a week. We, we've been praying that God would send revival at DMAC. And man, we're seeing it one soul at a time. We're thankful. I think that's number five within just this spring, since January, since maybe the second or third week of January, yeah. we've seen five people place their faith in Jesus. And so again, we just say, Jesus, we don't let us not be content. We want to see more yeah. people know and follow so you. So that, that really transitions as we wrap up. Like what are, I mean, one, two or three, what are, some ways that the people of Keystone can be praying for Salt Company. Again, a lot yeah. of time they hear about Salt Company, but they're not they they don't get to see Salt Company. So give us something tangible that we can be praying for you and your team, your leaders as you guys move into the rest of the semester. Yeah, yeah. I want to just quickly read a passage if I can yeah. that kind of frames it. Um, it's Psalm twenty-two, uh, verses thirty to thirty-one, and it just says this. Their descendants will serve him. The next generation will be told about the Lord. They will come and declare his righteousness to a people yet to be born. They will declare what he has done. Friends, there are so many students. We, we celebrate, and I think we've made this an emphasis, as we should. There are lots of people who are in that room, and that is awesome, but we do not want to be content. There is a generation of people who are waiting yeah. to hear the gospel, waiting to hear, but just we, guys, why do, we, why do we do college ministry? It's because college students are asking big questions of their life. Who am I gonna be? What am I gonna do with my life? Is God real? Any of this. We come along alongside of them and say, you, the answers to your deepest questions and longings are found in Jesus. And yeah. so I'm saying that to frame these two things that I would love for, if you're listening, man, I would encourage you, pray this right now, the two things. That God would raise up a generation of laborers who are passionate about bringing the good news to lost college students. In other words, Pray for more laborers. Pray. Like we say that all the time. Guys, I hope that's not white noise. We need people who are passionate and say, I'm going to lay down my fears and say yes to Jesus and bring the gospel to students who do not know it. So pray that DMAC students would catch a vision for their life. Mm -hmm. We have Gospel 101 coming up. Yep. Um, we have several students signed up. We're praying that God sends even more. Yeah. And that's our way that we're asking God to raise up laborers. So guys, pray for more laborers. And then second, this is a little broad, but I'm going to ask you to pray for it. Revival on campus. Yeah, There are 15,000 students. It's estimated that 14,000 of them are not walking with Jesus. Guys, that's 14,000 people who are lost, broken, and without hope. They're trying to find life in anything other than Jesus, and it's going to fail them. Friends, pray that revival would come. So those are the two things. Yeah, and, you know, Keystone, just from my perspective, they are. it's so fun because it's not just an idea that they're doing, like, Joe yeah. and his team are on campus. Yeah. They're raising up leaders. They're mm -hmm. challenging people. Before the mic got turned on this morning, you were telling about a student you led to Christ two weeks ago, yeah. and you're meeting with him as soon as this gets over. Yep, yep. They are mm -hmm. doing the work of ministry. And so would you pray for them? Would yeah. you pray that, that more, more labors would be raised up, that God would do a work on DMAC? God has asked us to steward the gospel on DMAC. Yeah. And this Amen. is the way Keystone rolls. Amen. Full send. We're not, yeah. we're not going to go, oh, wouldn't it be cool if God did something? Right. You guys are on the campus working. Yes. And asking that God would go before you. Amen. And, uh, so, Joe, man, I would say this. I, I don't want to—I know that there's bigger moves of God in the next generation. 
Yeah. When I see a student a week coming to faith in mm. Christ. Yeah. Um, when I see the students, like I, I can't even imagine how many students from DMAC we've baptized. Since oh my 2017. goodness. Yeah. I, I don't even have a number. Yeah. It has to, I know one summer, one year we baptized 48 students yeah. from DMAC. Yeah. I, yeah. I, so I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Um, God is moving. Amen. And uh, Keystone, keep praying. Keep us, that the Lord would keep us faithful, faithfully serving, faithfully making disciples. And uh, Joe, thank you so much. We're going to yeah, pray for me. you. And uh, hopefully Keystone will be praying for you. But yeah. Keystone, um, we hope that this vision for the next generation mm. enlivens you. Yes. And this is, our, listen, we're a multi-generation church. We love all generations. Yeah. But we're going to do everything we can to reach into the next generation Absolutely. and give them the deposit of the gospel, which was so faithfully given to us Amen. in the generation that went before us. Yes. So God, do it again. Amen. Bring a revival on DMAC campus. Oh. Keystone, thanks for being with us. Uh, and uh, thanks for journeying with us as mm. we know and follow Jesus. See you next, See you next time.